Hello and welcome back to the Southeastern Sports Insider Podcast. I'm Dominic. I'm Aiden. And I'm Harrison. Today we're going to talk about the Mudsock game, HSE versus Fishers, and NFL Week 1. So let's get right into it. HSE played against Fishers. It was supposed to be a close game. And it was terrible. We, we well, just it was go good. Ahead. It was good, but it was terrible. Fishers, they might be the worst team ever. Yeah, Fishers, <laughs> Fishers talked a lot of crap. I thought they were supposed to be good. Came out 28-7 in like 10 minutes. We beat them by minutes. almost 30, right? I think final score was 42-13, yeah. Yeah, so 29. HSC has scored over 40 points in every game, I believe. We're going to do the same the rest of the year. We're too good, dude. We're too good. Yeah, but that game came out from the start, honestly, just played really well. Um, first drive, we went for it on fourth down, and Ty Bradel threw a bomb. We had the ball in the red zone. That was whenever I knew we were gonna. That w- the game was gonna be a blowout, and it was. So, what were some of the, I guess, outstanding performances from the HSC side? So, for offensive and defensive player of the game, let's start with offensive player. I'm gonna say that the offensive player of the game was Blaine Wirtz. He had a phenomenal rushing performance against a, I would say, a fairly good rush defense. Uh, obviously, we proved that wrong this week. And Blaine Wards had a great performance. What were the stats looking like, Harrison? Yeah, Blaine Wards definitely earned Offensive Player of the Week. He had 213 yards and three touchdowns. All on the ground? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Blaine Wards, but an honorable mention to Sam Jacobs, who had a 70-plus yard rushing touchdown. That really set the game. Yeah, and he also had a hundred two, yeah, hundred two yards on the ground. Yeah, insane rushing performance this week against Fishers. Hopefully, we can replicate that next week. Yeah, we really ran the ball very well. Yeah, we had a combined four hundred ten yards on the ground and six touchdowns. Sheesh. On the defensive player of the game, who do we think for that? I'm gonna go with Peyton Daniels. Two interceptions. Yeah, two interceptions is really good. Really good. And there was another player with one, correct? Yeah, Colt Earlywine had one interception. I'm going to say Peyton Daniels gets Defensive Player of the Week with the two interceptions, and they were both amazing catches, too. Mm. Like, he had to fight off the wide receivers to catch those. As where Coles was in a great moment, but it was right to him. They were also targeting Peyton a lot because – he had to guard the tight end on some of the plays, and their tight end is a three-star going to Miami of Ohio. And he really locked him up. At Mudsock, the atmosphere was absolutely crazy. The seniors started off early. They had a paint slip and slide. And the, the stadium filled up like an hour before the game even started. I will and say, that Fisher's student section, it looked crazy, though. Yeah. A, a, a lot more kids than I expected. Probably yeah. wasn't too crazy after the first half, though. Yeah, well, a, I th- in my opinion, HSCs was just mm-hmm. just as crazy, and that was an away game for us. Yeah. Um, but our team played great. That was probably the first game this year, other than North Central, but even that wasn't that much. This was the first game where there wasn't really a huge fan advantage for HSC. Mm-hmm. And we came out and still blew out the opponent. Yeah. Like, North Central wasn't really a challenge because 
you know, there weren't there was North Central. But there were both both sides had tons of fans. There was just overall a lot of crowd noise the whole mm-hmm. game and HSC showed that they can handle that. Especially after the first play where we almost fumbled the ball, but they counted him down on yeah, that first kickoff. on the kickoff. That at that point, that I thought could have changed the whole game. If if mm-hmm. Fishers would have recovered that, that could change the whole. That could the game could have been completely different. Yeah, the momentum definitely would have shifted, and morale would have definitely gone down. Yeah, well, and but after HSC won, there was like the entire student section rushed the field, similar yeah. to what you see in a lot of college games. It was really a crazy sight to see, especially at an away game. I mean, I think I think we pretty much own that school now. Yeah. What did we go like seven and one yeah, in all? I think we are seven and one in Mudsock, and in the sport that matters most, m- really matters most, was football. Football. And we won by what twenty nine points. Twenty nine points. It was a blowout. It was a blowout. So now we're gonna talk about NFL Week One, and. Some surprising games. So, first off, what do we think about Jameis Winston and the Saints? Jameis Winston. I called it. Sheesh. I'm just going to come out here and say I called it. I said Jameis Winston was going to be better. Yeah. And what did he do? He came out and threw five touchdowns. Yeah. Now, I the yards fluke. The yards weren't there. Mm-hmm. Kamara helped him out a lot. You could see that. But five touchdowns is five touchdowns. Kamara only had like that. under 100 yards rushing on the ground. Sounds yeah, I guess they had one, they had a lot of field position. There yeah, wasn't really field there wasn't really a chance for Jameis to throw for a lot of yards though, because mm-hmm. they had great field position for pretty much. He had one pretty game. good bomb though. I don't remember who yeah. it, to, it was too though. Deontay Davis maybe because it was a touchdown, so maybe it, it was probably Deontay Davis. And you got to realize Jameis did all of this without Michael Thomas too. Yeah, that's actually like insane. Imagine if MT would have been there. Yeah, when Michael Thomas come back comes back, I mean Jameis Winston went fourteen for twenty. That's great completion. He was, completion he was percentage. very efficient. He yeah, was he's super really efficient. efficient. No interceptions. Which and with Michael Thomas, th- this team's good. Yeah, like as long as the defense can hold up, uh, I see against a Packers offense. I mean the defense is good. The defense looked really good. Yeah, Winston played super efficiently, mm-hmm. and if Michael Thomas comes back, you'll see a lot of more. You'll see a lot more of those bigger plays build up. Okay. So talking about Jameis Winston a lot, but we're not mentioning Kyler Murray. I got Kyler Murray winning MVP this season. Kyler Murray looked. He looked great. Ha, did you guys see the clip of him mm-hmm. just running, running back yeah. and forth, yeah. humiliating the Titans? Defense. I think it's possible he could have like a thousand yard rushing season as long with like mm-hmm. four thousand yeah. passing yards. Especially with the wide receivers he's had. The mm-hmm. wide receivers he has this year. They're all like, you have DeAndre Hopkins who will catch every single DeAndre ball went off that game, And then too. you have mm-hmm. a bunch of speed receivers that can mm-hmm. keep down. As well as A.J. Green, who can be mm-hmm. consistent. Even if he's not doing a lot on the field, he's a great role model to have around. And Christian Kirk and Rondale Moore are two solid wide receivers as well. Yeah. Titans, uh, Derrick Henry kind of upset me. Derrick Henry played... Derrick Henry didn't terrible. Really, he just didn't even do much. Uh, he just he had like sixty five yards or something like that. He didn't yeah, look like the Derrick Henry yeah. last year. Yeah, not not at all. But I think even last year, I think it took him a little bit to start having good games. And I think 
part of the reason that Derrick Henry didn't too good is because the Arizona Cardinals' run defense is, like, actually good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I think a lot of running backs couldn't get it going. Like, I think Najee, Najee Harris didn't really – he was another – a bit of a disappointment, although it didn't hurt the Steelers as bad as it hurt the Titans. Mm-hmm. Najee didn't really get it going until the fourth card. He broke out for a few runs, but I think he also had, like, under 60 yards, I yeah. believe. Yeah, and he played the entire game. Like yeah. The leading running back for rushing right now, I think, is Melvin Gordon with just over 100 yards. There's not a lot yeah, of Yeah, he had a pretty good game. Mixon, Mixon played pretty yeah. well. Mixon yeah. played well. How about the Bengals coming out? Yeah, I think before we touch on the Bengals, we have to talk about Chandler Jones and five freaking Yeah, Chandler sacks. Jones, like four sacks what? in the first half. Yeah, like Ended what? with five. I think he And he only had five sacks all last year. Or er, one sack in five games, I think, it yeah. was last year. People people are saying he's on pace for 85 because if he gets five in every game, yeah. it's 85, but that's just not going to happen. But, like, he's already <laughs> setting himself up to break records. Yeah, that, I can't wait to get that card in Madden, honestly. Like, <laughs> Chandler Jones. <laughs> like, think about it. If he consistently gets a sack for the rest of the season mm-hmm. and maybe, like, a few two-sack games in there, he could break records. Yeah, he's Easy, just insane. because of how he set himself up this year. But I think that's partially because Titans O-line, uh, you know, hasn't been anything special exactly. They have some pretty good players in there, but especially against an edge rusher, I think the Titans aren't going to be very good. You know, you got really good edge rushers like T.J. Watt and obviously Chan- Chandler Jones, so yeah. those matchups aren't going to be very good for the Titans. Another thing, Julio Jones just yeah. wasn't getting open either. He didn't mm-hmm. have a great game either. Yeah. I was expecting probably like a hundred yard two touchdown game from him, but just there wasn't anything. Yeah. What about the Colts? Oh, Colts O line looked the really Colts bad. Did not look good at all. Yeah. Carson Wentz didn't do terrible. He had two touchdowns, yeah, no interceptions. Did, yeah, he did pretty good. But Colts O line, especially trash. facing trash. The whole Colts, they're all trash. Especially going to face Aaron Donald next week. It's going to be rough Oof. to see what happens. Next week against Aaron Donald and that whole Rams defense played really well too. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be see or cool to see the adjustments and see if we're better. Next yeah, Tyra Lockett with another pretty good game. He's probably gonna get like one reception for four yards next week though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> onto the Rams. They Matthew played. Stafford looked really good. Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford looked really well. Came out. He, I think, scored on his second play as a Ram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. It was like a 10-yard slant and then... A 67-yard bomb. A 67-yard bomb for a <coughs> touchdown. And honestly, uh, the running back for the Rams, Darrell Henderson, he didn't do too bad. 4.4 yards per carry isn't like, you know, superstar level. But, I mean, Joe Mixon averages like 4.4 yards a carry. 4.4 is pretty good. Yeah. So and sixteen carries for seventy yards, and also he got there, got in to the end zone for a touchdown. So running, honestly, it's not missing camp anchors for the Rams isn't that big of a deal, honestly. Yeah, the Steelers Dave and Montgomery, Bills. Holy crap, that uh, was a really good game. The Steelers yeah. and Bills, possibly the best, maybe the best game we saw all week. Or could have been Cleveland. Or Cleveland Chiefs was a yeah, great game. Yeah, Cleveland well. Chiefs was really good. Both games were pretty down to the wire. Um, the Steelers, though, they it, they looked questionable at halftime. Both teams couldn't really get it going on offense, mm-hmm. but the Steelers just 
I mean, I feel like Steelers' defense just held through more. Steelers' yeah. defense played good the whole game. Bills kind of toned it down a bit after halftime. And yeah. also the Steelers had a great great play from the special teams helped them get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing too special on the offensive side of the ball for the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Buffalo Bills. Except Deontay Johnson had one of the best mm-hmm. catches I've ever seen. It was yeah. tipped it, caught it himself as he dragged his toe. It was a was really great. good catch. With the Raiders win tonight, everyone, every team in the AFC West is still uh, undefeated. As well as if if the Raiders win, we would also see the Browns and Ravens. Or if, if the Raiders one. win, we would see the Browns and Ravens 0-1. Yeah. And, and the Steelers one and oh, which is and the Bengals. Different than what a lot of people would have thought. Yeah. You know and the Bengals one and oh as but well. But the Browns put up a freaking fight against the Chiefs. The Browns like. really shot themselves in the foot. They were set <laughs> to win that game. Yeah, they did brown things. <laughs> I mean I mean that was just the p- shout out to the Browns punter. Yeah. Really making me proud because I personally do not like the Browns. So, shout out to the Browns punter. <laughs> helping the Chiefs take the dub. <laughs> MVP of the week. Browns punter for securing the dub for the Chiefs. Let's talk about um, the Texans leading the division. Texans leading the division. Yeah. That's not going to be a thing next that week, That won't stand. But, like, the way... Yeah. But honestly, though, the way that all four teams looked, Jacksonville's going to be terrible. Tennessee's going to be questionable. Indy's going to be questionable. And I guess you mm-hmm. could throw Houston into that questionable category yeah. now. This might be the worst division in football this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's gonna, I think it's going to be bad. But the Colts and Titans will both make the playoffs. No. no. Yeah. You can't say they're worst division in football. They're not getting two teams into the playoffs. They will. No way. Just like last year. So to wrap up week one, who do you think, obviously it's a clear cut for defensive player of the week and Chandler Jones, but who do you think offensive player of the week goes to? Kyler Murray. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Javis Winston, just because. No way. Because he hadn't played for like about a year. I think the comeback game was definitely good, but Kyler Murray had playoffs right now. a very similar game. <laughs> Four touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Uh, but then he he threw for the 289 yards, which is much better than Jameis Winston. I do have to give it to Jameis Winston doing really good against that Packers defense, but I'm going to go Offensive Player of the Week to Kyler Murray. So both Offensive Player of the Week and Defensive Player of the Week go to the Arizona yeah. Cardinals. That's all for Southeastern Sports Insider. Make sure to follow. I'm Harrison. I'm Dominic. And I'm Aiden. <laughs>